So just before we start this episode, Gemma's voice was a bit croaky. And when I said to her, oh, well, have a drink. So, well, I was eating more chocolate. Are you, well, that's not funny enough or interesting <laughs> enough to start this podcast with. I really liked oh, it. Oh, she's having some chocolate. What's she like? No, but why would you have more chocolate to fix your voice being croaky? Well, no, but I felt like, I don't know. But why would you choose chocolate over water? I don't know. <laughs> but you did. Hello and welcome back to Remember This, a podcast that is part book club, part TV and film vault and part time capsule as we take you back to all the childhood pop culture stuff you may or may not have consumed. I'm Matt Bentley Viney. And I'm Gemma Bentley Viney. What are we? We're husband and wife. Uh... You make it sound like we got married yesterday. We're <laughs> yeah. like, oh. No, we've been married um, a while. A year. You're in a few months now. Which is a while in the statistics now. A lot of people get divorced within a year. I think it's going to be like once you hit seven years, you're like, that's it. Well, forever. Yeah. You've made it. You've made it. Once you've been together seven years. Well, the countdown's on and the podcast in seven years time will do a celebratory episode, hopefully. But how are you feeling? So first episode's gone up. It, it's out there in the world. Yeah, I'm happy. Everyone's been really nice and you never know what the reception's going to be like or if anyone's even going to listen to it. But we have had some listeners so thank you very much for listening thank you and please if you do listen we would love it if you could rate it on itunes or apple podcasts subscribe subscribe and give it a rating because that really helps us kind of get out there to the randomers imagine randomers listening to poddington p's theme tune and all the other brilliant things they're going to be listening to for example there's two very good theme tunes in this episode as well oh i wouldn't say they're that good theme tunes i'd say these are quite weak in the term of theme tunes. One of them's got an absolute hit, but it's at the end of the episode, which was really odd. Yeah. But yeah, so I just want to say thanks. And also, forgot to say in the first episode, we do have an email account. Do we? Yeah, we do. Don't you remember? Because we actually set up a YouTube channel and then we're probably not going to do anything with it. But what it does mean is that we have a dedicated email account that if you've got recommendations for what you want us to watch, mm-hmm. or if you just want to write in and say how brilliant we are and nothing else, then you can do that at rememberthisquestionmark at gmail.com. Oh, that's nice and simple. That's It's quite hard to get the right email address now. But it is a question mark as in Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N, not, oh. yeah, not a symbol, No, it's not that good then, is it? But even if you've got a really weird TV show you used to watch, I love watching weird kids' TV shows, even if it's not from my childhood. I genuinely would enjoy it. So please send if you want to share any weird TV shows, films, books even, let us know. What I realised is from doing this is the weirder the better because it gives us something to talk about. Because if it's a, a good TV show in the 90s or something, it's like, well, yeah, it was good. You haven't really got much to yeah. talk about. Well, that's why we haven't like watched Arthur yet or Recess yet, because I mean... They're just classics. There's too many good episodes to choose from. I wouldn't know where to start. But saying that, now I feel like, because we're going to mention what we have watched today, but they're not terrible. That's not what we're saying. No. It's just, they are unique. They're aimed at five years and under, I'd say. Yeah, so. that's true. This is like a pre-child. Is that a thing? Pre-child? Pre-child. We don't have children, you can tell. <laughs> no, but what's that? F- yeah, toddler. Pre-teen. Oh, toddler. Pre-teen. No, they're toddlers. They're no, not no, babies. No, no, no. I'm saying there's obviously the pre-teen genre. What's pre-child? Like, when do toddler. you become a child? Five. I thought you were always a child. Oh, I don't know. I'm a child now. I'm someone's child. But this is what I'm saying. Are you a toddler? Or are you a baby? You're not a baby. I think you're a Babies are completely dependent on their parents, aren't they? I think you're a baby until maybe you're one and a half. 
to be fair though, I think we're kind of babies at the moment because your dad's currently in the other room fixing our kitchen. Yeah. So we're still completely dependent. Yeah, exactly. Somebody. I'm still a child. That's a good point. We're recording this in the bedroom at the moment. So we've got a spare unit that's going to go in the kitchen. We flip that upside down and we're both stood up. feel like we're re- recording an album. feel very professional, actually, stood up. Do you? Yeah. No, you've got your hand on your hips. You're like, hello, I'm Mrs. <laughs> Podcaster. <laughs> I feel like I should be doing the news report for the radio. <laughs> This episode is a Ragdoll Productions special. And if you don't know who Ragdoll are, they were founded by Anne Wood. And she basically pioneered children's television throughout the 80s, 90s, noughties. And they're still in operation today. I would also say that was unintentional. I picked Tots TV. And I picked Brum. And then when we were doing our research, we realised they were both done by Ragdoll Productions, who also made Rosie and Jim, Teletubbies... In the night garden. So yeah, like they're a big deal, guys. They've got some absolute bangers. Yeah. Would you like to introduce the first TV program we watched? Just gonna go up Wikipedia because no. I've done a screenshot on my phone. I don't need your computer. No, but I've got it all laid out properly. I can do it quickly. You're just gonna ramble about nothing, aren't you? So Tot Stevie. Oh. <laughs> just let. Me, I've got facts here. Just let me read the facts. Give one fact. I'll give you one. Choose a good one. Tots TV ran for two... I've got that on my screenshot. I've got that. I've got that. I thought you were going to be like, oh, in the third episode, special guest. I thought it was going to be that sort of fact. Come on then. Tots TV is about two, three... (laughs) (laughs) Under toi. See, I watched it. Uh, Three children. They are puppets. I don't think they're meant to be puppets. You're meant to believe they are children is the vibe I'm getting. Yeah, and I think you would have believed that. Back in the day. I know what a doll looks like, though. So I don't think five-year-old me was like, that's what children look like. <laughs> they look just like me. So you've got Tilly, Tom and Tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to do the facts as well? Like around oh, four right. episodes and... Or you just... Matt's got an order. What's the structure of this? And we got, you're stressing would, me out. I'm just going to chat about Tot and Stevie. No, you're stressing me out. Right. Originally was released on 4th of January, 1993. Yep, got that. It was on ITV. So it was shown on CITV, remember that back in the day? And then it was later bought by BBC and shown on CBBC. What year was it bought by the BBC? 2004. Oh, well done. Yay. Well done. And the episodes are 10 to 25 minutes long. Quite long. I saw there's a couple of specials they did about 50 minutes. Oh, I can't imagine. They did one, a Christmas special that they filmed in Finland. Oh, that's quite that's, cool. Yeah, exactly. It won two BAFTAs. They stopped filming it in 1998. So it's 93 oh. to 98 is when the episodes are filmed. Oh my God, but 276 episodes in five years. What's the maths on that? They're, they're doing like 50 odd episodes a year. Keeping them busy. So you got three child puppets. Actually, I don't know if Tilly and Tom are children. They might be adults. They adults? Oh, they live in a house together by themselves. Yeah, they all, yeah but they're it's called no tots. Yeah, but I think that's their, isn't that their species? They're tots. No, because tots is another word for child, isn't it? Is sort of it? species. Is it another word for child? Yeah, like, you know, tumble tots. Do you ever do tumble tots? No. It was like um, gymnastics for children. Did you do that? No, I don't think oh. I did. <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> Maybe I went to one and I probably hated it and cried. But yeah, so tots is like what you call like, oh, your little tots. Yeah, tots is a word for child, like toddler, tots. 
Okay, that's something right. I've learned. They all live in this house together with a red door and there's a donkey there. They have a donkey. The donkey's amazing. They also have this weird, like, little scruffy... I didn't know why that was. that going to be like a rat? Or like I don't a, know. A mouse I, that or... was never explained. I remember even as a child. Or a squirrel, maybe, because it's a thatched roof. It's like a cottage, isn't it? Yeah. So it's Tilly, Tom and Tiny. Oh, well done with the names. Tilly is French. Never explained. She speaks proper French as well. Yeah, but how do they operate as a friendship group? If we had, say, as two of us, I mean, there's a third person here just speaking German, how would we do that? No, but I quite like that. I think that's a good thing to teach children. Like, oh, you know, they all get along and live together and they're all mates, even though one of them is, you know, speaks a different language to them. I but, think that's a nice thing to teach children. Oh, no, it is. But one of the other tots understands her always replies in English. Yeah, but you know, often when you learn a language, that's how it works. So it'd be a lot of people like, oh, I can understand the language, but I can't reply in the language. Why hasn't Tilly learned English? Oh, that is such a... <laughs> no, I'm just I, saying. If she's living here. No, but wait, because Tom or Tiny understands what she says and always repeats back. Oh, okay. Repeats back what she's saying, but in English. Why hasn't Tilly... Why doesn't she do the same? Like Mr. Brexit. Oh, no. Wow. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, what have oh. I married? I do quite like how it is quite cute isn't it and she's like a proper little french girl she is she speaks it's a french accent and i was Tilly's really a very nice name as well Tilly's a lovely name but i was quite surprised that she was so french because like she does she speaks in french and they have the sac magique sac reminds magique. me of the mighty boosh yeah the the intro song is really long oh really really long so it starts off all cartoony and like all like whimsical butterflies like, they all like pop their heads out of this house <laughs> yeah <laughs> And then they all start like saying, you go into their house, you go into their world, and they're all like heads are bobbing. And the donkey's there. But there's a secret, it's a secret, secret. They keep doing that, which is a bit creepy, but that's fine. So it's all like a secret house and secret, oh, welcome to our secret world. They've got their magic sack, sack magique. <laughs> magic sack. And then they go, donkey, and then the donkey's there. I think that's my favourite bit when they all just keep shouting donkey at each other. <laughs> donkey! <laughs> that donkey's terrified, isn't it? <laughs> what are they doing to me? I noticed in the credits the donkeys from Blue Cross. And they haven't even given the donkey like, oh, a name. Why do they just call him donkey? Donkey. Like, if we have a dog here, dog. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. They basically go off and peep. I think they even say, oh, peekaboo. And they basically spy on real people. <laughs> yeah. And giggle at them. Oh, it's quite sad in a way. Maybe they're like Pinocchio and they just want to be real. Yeah, and they're like learning how to be real. See, that's the better thing that they're spying on other children to learn how to become real children. There is a TV show like that, though. Oh, what's it called? And it was on really early in the mornings. And it was basically up in a spaceship and they would be watching what kids are doing. And then they'd be like, oh, so that's called cycling. Did you ever watch that? I, I, I can't don't know. Eat, I have no I don't idea know. what it was called, or if you if you know. Are you sure, it's not the aliens from Simpsons you're thinking of. No, it's similar to that though. It is similar to that. But they're up on this spaceship and they watch loads of TV screens, and on all of them they've got kids doing different things. Sorry, yeah, I mean it sounds like an, a bit of a creepy show, but I don't. I don't think I've watched that. Sounds like a good premise though. But I think it would make more sense if that's what Tots TV was about, because otherwise yeah. it's a little bit like these horrible little children who keep saying the word secret. So it's like they're almost keeping a secret from you. Like they'd be, you wouldn't want to be friends with these children. They'd be like, oh, we're not telling you it's a secret. And then spying on you and giggling. <laughs> they've got funny little hair as well, haven't they? They've got cute freckles on yeah. their puppets. Yeah, they've got um, bright coloured hair. So green hair, blue hair and red hair. But it's like mm. proper. Is it like dreadlocks? I mean, it's fabric, isn't it? So I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are made from fabric, but... 
Yeah, it's called dreadlocks. It's like, no, but it's like but it's curly. I just don't know any other types of hair because mine's just so soft and limp. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, it is. Sad. It's really not not soft actually. Fine, I have very fine hair. But yeah, they also have this weird character that lives with them that used to really annoy me growing up because I never knew what it was. The whole point of the show is they're teaching children like what sand is, but then they're also introducing fake little animals. And hating which, them. Which and, just confuses yeah. you. And I remember as a child, and it's this horrible, it almost looks like a little dirty rag with like fake goggly eyes on it. It, it goes around and it messes up things. It reminds me of the rat from The Muppets. Do you remember there's a little thing in that? And it's like... I didn't watch The Muppets. Neither did I, but I, for some reason you know I, that I, is, I know right? what that is. Never liked The Muppets. Sorry, guys. No, that's quite a few people find that quite shocking. That's sacrilege. But I don't like The Muppets. But they do fit in a lot into one episode. So it's 15 minutes. And I assumed it was all going to be this one story of them going to the beach. That's two stories. But then... Plus a colouring competition. Right, Plus yeah. two songs. <laughs> yeah, there was two <laughs> songs. So basically they go down to the beach and there's two kids with their mum and the kids are making a sandcastle. And then the tots keep intervening. They just keep messing around with them, don't they? Well, they want to help. They're like, oh, what's that? What are they playing with? There's so much of it. Oh, it's sand. <laughs> what are they doing with that sand there? Oh, they're making castles out of it. And then they like try and help them. And they put shells on all of their castles. And Watching that reminded me of me when I was really young and with my brother. We always used to make sandcastles. And why? And they did this in a TV show. Why do we always want to build like a little lake? A moat. Yeah, like a moat. But why? Why is that always the main objective of a sandcastle? Ah, oh, but to be fair, if you think about it, making a sandcastle is really not that fun. <laughs> but no, it's really sad because you can invest as much time as you want into making a sandcastle. It will always disappear by the next day. And they even do a little song about that, don't they? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's quite a good way to teach children stuff about life, though, isn't it? Like, oh, you've built all, you, all of this effort into this thing, and look well, how in, easy in, it is to knock down. Like your life. Yeah, that's what we'll be <laughs> teaching our as, children. As much as you can do in your life, one day you will just disappear, yeah. and no one will remember you. No, I'd like purposely <laughs> stamp on the sandcastle after they spent all that time and going. Well, that's what people will be doing to you as an adult. So, oh, brilliant! You've got to prepare yourself for that, guys. I don't know if we've got the money for the therapy that they'll need. <laughs> tough love <laughs> they do this lovely song when the sandcastle is kind of disappearing in the tide and it's like sand sand sea and just a lovely little song isn't it and i was thinking if we could get all the world leaders to listen to that song they would be really calm and i think the world would be a better place actually and like well tilly always has a recorder around her neck oh yeah she got the recorder out didn't she yeah she has a recorder on her necklace around her neck just ready at any moment she's like right this see this is the thing doesn't speak english she can sing in english but that's obviously her way of communicating songs it was really nice recorder. though it just broke into song just right i was not expecting it at all yeah I don't remember any songs from the show. I don't remember. I don't remember Donkey, if I'm honest. <laughs> I remember donk. the raggedy rat thing that was never explained. I remember the cute house. Loved the cute house. I don't even remember them leaving the house. And I remember Sac Magique. I don't think I ever watched this growing up. I watched Rosie and Jim and Brum. 
Brilliant. and Teddy Tup- Tubbies and all of that. But I never watched this. Oh, I used to watch Tots TV quite a lot. I definitely had a Tots TV puzzle. Oh. And I think I had like a tin lunchbox or maybe that's just what the puzzle came in. After this lovely little song, there's an interlude where it's a child's drawing and you see it in like real time as they're drawing it, kind of. Yeah, it went on the right route and it was not really explained. It wasn't like in Smart where it's like, now we're going to look at some drawings. Mm. All of a sudden, the like screen went white (laughs) and there was this like scribble over it. It was very abstract. (laughs) And then at the end of it, it was drawn by Ryan aged four and three quarters. But I think if you had put some really subversive music over it, you, that could have been really terrifying because there's a lot of tension just watching this thing being drawn. And it was the sun with like a smiley face, but the smiley face looked so menacing, didn't it? Well, it was quite good because you can kind of guess what it's going to be. Like, oh, is it going to be a sunflower? Oh, no, it's got a face on it now. Oh, is it the sun? So it's quite a good game, really, just trying to guess what it's going to be at the end of it. I think it's sad that we still don't measure our age I'm 27 and three quarters, but I still measure age in school years, even though it's been like 10 years since I left school. Yeah, Matt always says I'm two years younger than him. No, one year younger than you. One year younger, yeah. But I'm actually two years older. Yeah. Be like, oh no, you're one year school. I'm not two years older. I was only one year school older than you. Exactly. I was one school year older. So that's what I am. You can't tell people that now. The people we meet are strangers. (laughs) Yeah, but I do. And I say to them, um, oh, what school year were you in? No, you don't. I do. No, you don't. Do you actually? Yeah, we're new people. I can't have that joke or not. That's actually really worrying. No, because if you're talking and you realise they're close to your age, I'll say, oh, so what year were you in at school? But I wouldn't know how to answer that. I'd be like, I don't know. I left, (laughs) you know, I did my GCSEs and A-levels. Well, exactly. That's what I'd say. So I was in year 12. How old were you when you did your A-levels? But I'd say my age, not my school year. No, but I'd want to know the school year. That's far too complicated. (laughs) And then the second half of Tots TV was them making the donkey a lovely meal. Yeah, they were making a cake for Donkey. But Tilly was at first. So basically, two of them were trying to make something and they couldn't know, didn't know what to make. It was donkey. oats, grass. If you, want to, if you want to feed a donkey, oats, grass and broken up biscuit. They went outside and Tilly was picking up carrots because she wanted to do something for Donkey as well. But didn't know what. They all love Donkey. Donkey's like their overlord. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon they pay rent to Donkey and this is how they do it. They're not allowed to live there. <laughs> So we need to feed Donkey now. So then they combine forces and make a carrot cake with the oats and stuff mm-hmm. as well. And then, yeah, the scraggly little rat thing keeps jumping in and mixing it all up. And then they're like, oh, no, who did that? And then they go, oh, it looks rubbish. And do they, <laughs> do they even give it to Donkey in the end? Do we no, see do. Donkey enjoying it? Yeah, we do. Because oh, they, they, they flip the bowl over and it's made like a patty of all those ingredients. They give that to Donkey and you see the donkey eating it and enjoying it. I feel like with this one, it's really hard to explain to you guys because, I mean, it was hard to watch it, if I'm honest. There was a lot going on. It felt quite long for 15 minutes. I didn't really... Un- there was another song. Yeah, but that's at the end, isn't it? Isn't that the donkey song? And they're like, donkey, feed donkey. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. They all have a similar... Like <laughs> tune to them though, I will They're say. Very, very relaxing though. You could have that on a playlist going to sleep and it'd be brilliant. Oh, I think I had a horrible nightmare as well. Donkey, be <laughs> yeah. <feed> the donkey. <laughs> donkey cake, donkey cake, make a cake for donkey. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. Special treat for donkey. <laughs> And also, the, oh, they have 
like the older Tom, he's got a horrible voice. Oh, yeah, that kept making me laugh, imagining them recording. He's like, oh, I don't know. It's not like that. How is he speaking? Well, no, he is a bit like that. He's like, oh, donkey. (laughs) Hello, donkey. Yeah, it's all like, they sound very like little Britain voices. Yeah, they do a little bit, actually. It's not endearing. (laughs) Especially because I know. Tilly's voice is lovely, the French accent. Yeah, but. It's like, hello, magic, speak. (laughs) <laughs> Matt's learned French from this I'm surprised I didn't know Like know any French growing up Because she speaks loads of it There is one Slightly strange element of this Where we didn't know their ages Because Tom Or Tiny I can't differentiate them Tiny, Well Tiny's tiny and green Yeah but they keep kissing Tilly Tom keeps just kissing like, Tilly just, just keeps kissing her And she she's not asking to be kissed She's she, not reacting either She's just she, stood she there She doesn't even <laughs> react She's like oh I've been kissed now <laughs> Well, she's a puppet. I mean, they are puppets. They can't change their facial expressions. No, I know. But it's not like, oh, thank you for that kiss. There's no recognition. Yeah, he does just sort of like put his face against hers and go. (laughs) Which suggests that are they in a relationship or are they just friends? Tiny's their son. Or is this the French way? You know, it's just, it's all very bougie. Maybe, no, they do always say that, you know, French, like two kisses and stuff like that. This is just one. And it's just one person doing it to her over and over again. (laughs) The other one never kisses her. It's just really odd. <laughs> it is a bit odd. I have questions and I don't think we're ever going to get the answers. That house was nice, so I did like the cottage. The house is now derelict. Um, there was a Daily Mail article when I was doing my research on it. and uh, But it's not like... Oh, even... don't lie. You read the Daily Mail all the time. Don't say, oh yeah, I was just doing some research. I typed Tots TV into the Daily Mail search engine and oh. this is what came up. It was a happy accident, wasn't it? You were <laughs> in like, the oh. Daily Mail. I was like, oh, I can use that in the podcast. <laughs> No, it's an old story. Thank you very much. And um, yeah, someone, some guy, you know, probably about our age, maybe a bit younger, went and found the Tots TV house. And this is what he does. I think he finds houses and it was all derelict and the red door wasn't even there. And it was like, it wasn't like, oh, it's a bit run down now. It was like properly derelict. Where are the tots? Where's Donkey? I know. What happened to Donkey? Where, where's, is the little raggy thing still there? That's like a horror film, wasn't it? What happened to the tots TV? Why went all derelict? Someone goes in and then you're discovering what happened. Because the raggy thing's probably still alive. Yeah, he seems like he wouldn't die. And he'd be like, there were three people here once. And a donkey. That could work, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. And then it just, then all of a sudden, halfway through the movie, it just cuts as a white screen and like a child's drawing. Oh, God. But the actual Tots TV song to begin with is good. He's a tot and she's a tot, tiny tom and tiny. Sac magique, sac magique. <laughs> and they always go, shh, it's a secret. They're horrible. They're really annoying, actually. I wouldn't be friends with them if they were real. What? <laughs> but like, if they were real, also they what, don't... because they have a secret? No, I just think they're just annoying. They're just like, snigger a lot. and like, yeah, I just don't think they're, they're nice. Also, have you noticed how they walk? They just jump. No, but you never see their legs, do you? Cause you do. You see their legs when they're leaving their house at the beginning. But they kind of do a little walk and then they like, jump over the steps. Like, ooh. Yeah, because I noticed one of the funny things that in every set they had to hide the bottom half of the puppets because obviously you'd see a guy with his hand up there oh, yeah. moving them so you never saw the bottom they'd always be peeking over something it looked awful when they were making the sandcastles and like it oh, like yeah. sped it up <laughs> yeah. and you just saw these like puppet heads like quickly like speeding it all up though so you can't really tell what they're doing because they obviously can't do much and the close-up of their hands when they're doing the, <laughs> <laughs> doing the sand it was really cute i mean i yeah. think they did a good job like if I, you know, if I was four watching it, I used to love it. I genuinely used to really like Tots TV. I always wanted to be Tilly. Maybe that's the start of my French ambition came from. Even today, I'm still like, oh, if I buy that Sandro dress from Vista Village, I'll be French, won't I? 
I'm going to start calling my favourite bag Sac Magique. Sac Magique is a great band name. No. I think that's a really cool name. If I had a band, I'd be called Daylight Horror. That's my band name. That's nothing to do with... I know, but I'm just putting it out there. That'd okay. be that'd be my band name. What was my gonna, my song going to be called? I can't remember. Oh, I had a name for a song as well. Brilliant. <laughs> it was going to be great, guys. I feel like when they try to... Obviously, they're trying to teach you things in Tots TV. And they're trying to teach us about the beach. And did you not know what sand was when you were five? No, but you learned the sad truth that sandcastles disappear. I don't think that was made obvious enough for me. The song was quite obvious. It, the lyrics were quite clear. I wouldn't have been listening. I'd just been like bobbing my head as like five years old, like, <laughs> you know, just bobbing along. Because obviously she just did Rosie and Jim. And I have a really clear, like really clear memory of watching Rosie and Jim. And it's a similar concept, but this time they're actual rag dolls. But if they get seen, they're like dropped out. They're like, no, we're just dolls. Oh, that's a good idea. I like that. And they went and learned how glass is made. And it blew my mind. We all remember, you know, where we were when we first learned how glass is made. <laughs> it was honestly, and because obviously like they went, I don't know why they thought let's teach children how glass is made, but it worked for me. You know, use fire. So they went to this like man, like he was like making all of this glass and they were watching him. But I just honestly, I remember it so so clearly because obviously i thought it'd be like cold because obviously it looks a bit like ice why are we talking about how glass is made no but i remember <laughs> watching it in rosie and jim and thinking this is wild this is amazing i remember it so so clearly rosie and jim had a good song as well didn't it rosie and, and jim. jim that's that's probably the best one actually not of all time of the lot i think it's up there i think we should do one episode where we just count down the 50 best Oh my God, yeah. Children's She was an underrated songs. one. 64, 64 Zulane. I don't know that one. I think I was quite old to be fair when I watched that. It's really bad. I looked at iCarly and when that was made. It's 2007. Yeah, you were far up. too old to watching it. You should, that was just creepy that you watched it. I was 16. I was absolutely loving it. I think Tots TV stands up pretty well now. Yeah. No? I mean. What more could they have done? They, yeah, the puppets were quite good. The story was okay. There's a donkey. I liked it. I prefer it when they're in the house. I'd rather they just not leave the house because the house is really cute. They just potter around in their cute cottage yeah. with their donkey. That's really idyllic for me. So I really enjoyed that when they like left. And also we're really old now. We do that thing that like my parents always do where you're watching a TV show and they went to the beach. Like, oh, where's that then? Oh, it looks like <laughs> Swanage. Oh, no, it'll be up north because I think they filmed up north, didn't they? Oh, yeah, maybe. And it's like, why are we trying to guess where this is? Where this is? That's true. But how does it stand up compared to when you first watched it? Oh, you're compared to your memories of it. The theme song's as good as I remembered. Longer than I remembered. The scraggly thing is as annoying as I remembered because that used to really annoy me growing up because obviously it's like trying to teach you things. And then they have this fake animal, which just threw me right off. And when I was little, I like to know, you know, you sort of think, right, I want to know where, I am at, where I'm at. I want to know these things. I'm like, well, I don't know what that is. I forgot about Donkey. That was a nice surprise. Donkey's great. Bit concerned for Donkey. I feel like they annoy Donkey. <laughs> I feel like they just turn up and they <laughs> they just like just go and bother him and I forgot about the songs and the recorder and I forgot I forgot about a lot of it was it nice though did it get those like nostalgic tingly feelings going when you're watching it in the song and then after that I was like what is this what is this drawing <laughs> the drawing was just so unnecessary you didn't need it my favorite is like the sack magique thing when they did that I was like oh, I forgot about that sack magique sack magique it's a secret. So the second TV show we watched was called Brum. And basically, it's really hard to describe. It's about a small car that is magic 
and is almost like real and it leaves the, the garage at the shop and then solves crimes and stuff around Birmingham City. Yeah, I think you've, I think you've nailed that. There were 92 episodes of Brum across three series broadcast between 91 and 2001. It was broadcast on BBC One and also around the world. I was just about to ask you, because what I noticed with Brum, because he says it like a proper little... Like, Brum. Yeah. Is there's um, not a lot of language in it. And I just think, oh, that's quite nice. That a bit you... like Mr. Bean. Yeah. Like, that, like silent comedy almost. I can appreciate that. It's not, I don't like slapstick. That's not my cup of tea. But I really liked it, the fact that I could appreciate thinking, oh, like you could watch this. You know, this could be, if you like were on holiday somewhere and you mm. had a child or you were a child and you turned that on, you'd be like, oh yeah, I can watch this and, and still understand it. This is great. But it was sold to, it was shown in America, Australia. I remember the Tots TV fact. Oh, go on then. Right, so it was also broadcast in America on PBS, but Tilly was Spanish. Well, that makes more sense because Spanish is the second most spoken language yeah. in the world. Do you know what English is? The third? Yeah, it is. Because hey! the first is Chinese, Cantonese. Cantonese? I mean, it's a bit of a crap fact if you don't know the first one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, think, I think it's Chinese. I think it's Chinese. Brum is just... I don't know where to start with it. It's iconic. The little theme tune coming in. I was like, oh, I used to watch this all the time when I was younger. I really have very vivid memories of watching this. And this episode was called The Pizzeria. And basically, Broom gets out of his shop without his owner knowing. This is what I don't understand because it's meant to be like a secret where it's like, oh, he's escaping his like garage and he's off out. Oh, wow, he's off in the big city. But then he's not being discreet in the city. Well, he's, everyone he's knows him. Yeah, everyone knows him. So I, he gets to the pizza place and everyone's like clapping him and waving and like, hi, Brum. So does the owner just never go into Birmingham? Maybe. Is he? Maybe the garage is tagged on to the Tots TV. Magic house. They're both in the middle of nowhere. And then the village next door is Teletubby land. Got it. Exactly. So he goes to this pizzeria. To begin with, a waiter is serving a load of pizzas, but the pizzas are like stacked and not even in boxes. Pizzas on top of one another. And then he slips up and they go everywhere and Broom saves it. So they're falling in the air and he saves it for them. For some reason, because the waiter, you know, did that, all the customers then want to give him a tip. Oh yeah, they're all like wads of cash. And like, wads of cash. Wads of <laughs> the pizzas probably cost like five quid and they're giving him like 20 pound notes. Yeah, no, stacks of them as well. Be like, not just like one 20 pound note in their hand. It's like Las Vegas style chunks of money. And he put they put it in the waiter's pinup. Pinny. Pinny. Yeah, apron. Apron. There you go. Basically, everyone's there. Everyone's celebrating. Broom's like, right, I'll help you guys out for a bit. But then two people in bucket hats arrive. You were like, oh, look, it's it's Oasis. It looked like Liam Gallagher. Yeah. It looked just like Liam Gallagher. But they're criminals. They're criminals, which is confirmed because throughout <laughs> the episode, there's a, a child's voice that every now and then pops in and does a voiceover. And then she just goes... They're bad. I think it's a little boy. Oh, is it a little boy? Yeah, I think it's a little boy because it starts, he only probably speaks three times, maybe throughout the whole show. So it starts off going, Brum's off to the big city. <laughs> and then these two guys arrive looking a bit shifty. Go, they're bad. And then he later on goes, they're very bad. <laughs> yeah. Basically, they're trying to steal the tips. 
I mean, they're not very clever because they start off by just sitting there and ordering a meal. It's like if they're trying to do, perform a robbery. But they're paying him money. But, if it's unsuccessful, they've just given them more money. Well, yeah. And they know exactly what they look like. This is such a stupid plan. But he tries doing that. And that's when my mind goes into a blur because so much happens in the space of 10 minutes. I decide at one point, this chef opens the door and he gets such a shock, his trousers fall down. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's throughout the episode. His trousers just keep falling yeah, down. He's like struggling to keep them up. But that's never really explained. Because I don't think anyone's ever been in such a fright that their trousers just, <laughs> they just lose loads of weight instantly. And then their trousers just drop to the floor. It was really funny just him in his boxes all the time. <laughs> But oh it was God, so, I'm simple. It was, say, it was so little kids like you, they go, <laughs> his trousers keep falling down. <laughs> and then it was just really funny, like, because the idea is that Broom's chasing around these robbers when they eventually get the apron. But it's so impractical to have a car going through a restaurant, like in between the tables and everything. It would make more sense just to have the waiter chasing them. Because you never see Broom go really fast or something that humans can't no, do. No, he's not big enough. He's quite a small, he's like a little child's car. So he can't like run he's them over. He's just in the way. Like he just isn't helping. Oh, he's trying his best. You know, there's one point where Brum's taking the dishes back to the kitchen to be cleaned. And it's really awkward. And it's like, why doesn't the waiter just do it? This would be so much easier. Brum's just getting in the way. He's a busybody. Oh, no. Bless him. He's trying to help he's out. He's got a lovely face, though. And yeah. he always makes this little noise. He's like... That's it, yeah. He just does it all the time. What does that mean? I think he is like, when you're saying it's an iconic show, I realised when I was watching the actual kind of the pizza bit, I was like, mm, I don't really remember any of this. I don't really remember it ever being like this slapsticky. Oh, yeah. But the beginning of the show is very iconic. I think the car, it's Broom itself. Oh, Broom's amazing. You know, he's that yellow and red. He's a very kind of old fashioned car, but he's very small. So you, I can't drive. I don't know what those little things are that his eyes are. Headlights. They're just headlights. <laughs> Oh God! No, but they're like mirrors, you aren't they? Passed your theory test. How did oh, you do second that? time? And he's very cute. I think because we live. He's tiny as well. Yeah. I didn't remember how small he was. Oh, I always knew he was very, very small. We lived near a place called Bewley which has all of those old cars. I'm pretty sure Brum was there, you know. Well, I was going to say he's based. You can go and see the original Brum at Borton on the Water. Ah, cute, isn't it? That's cute. Do people care still about Brum? Do you think? Yeah. I mean, you clearly Brum. do. Yeah, but it's Brum. Everyone knows. If you say to someone, oh, did you watch Brum? They would all be like, oh, yeah, the car. Everyone knows who Brum is. To be fair, I know everyone was acting like he's a celebrity in Birmingham. I would. If I saw him going along the road here, I would wave it's and quite, chuck him some money. It's quite sad that American, like America has Herbie and we have oh, Brum. Brum's so much better though. Mm. Herbie's like su such an over-the-top showy-offy car. Brum's just a little car. It tries to help people. I think this is a really great example of the differences between like America and like the yeah. UK. Is it like this is theirs? Exactly. Herbie's there winning races and doing With all of that. With Lindsay Lohan driving him. Whereas you got Brum, who just goes around to the local pizza place, takes their washing up, you know, tries to help them. And gets in the way. Takes the dishes to the kitchen. He's doing orders of pizzas. You wouldn't see Herbie doing that. The only thing that annoys me about this show, why don't we ever know why he's magic? Even if there was just like a magic oil went in him or something like that. I wish we knew why he could drive himself. And we both didn't realise that he's called Brum because he goes around Birmingham. Yeah, now that's so he's a obvious. Brummy. That's so cute. I really like that. I don't think anyone could fit in his car though. 
A child even, probably no, I don't could. think even children could. Children. <laughs> don't mean children could. There's lots of famous, obviously, cars, like, from childhood, though. We've got Herbie. We've got the child catcher's car. Yeah, but no one wants to be in the child catcher's car. No, but I feel like Cinderella's car. I'm not really sure where I'm going with this. <laughs> <laughs> Can you name any, like, famous cars? Obviously, um, Wacky, Race- Wacky Races. The Back to the Future car. The robbers eventually get caught because they leave the restaurant after much hijinks. Oh, yeah. At one point, they pretend to be chefs, don't they? And they're like chucking the pizza up in the air and all of that. There's only one table inside the restaurant (laughs) and they like run across it. And then Brum's just going alongside. Because I think at one point, the voiceover goes, chase them, Brum. And then he's just trying (laughs) his best. But it's so impractical. I think it's a bit out there putting so much pressure on this little car. He's going to suffer from like nervous exhaustion or something yeah. because he is basically their Batman. I bet there's an episode where he does get all tired and he like is trying to like breathe and like a little bit of exhaust coming out. <laughs> there should be an episode where you just see him trying to sleep and he's got like a meditation video on. Brum breaks down. Because oh. Oh, he must be so stressed. I was a bit stressed watching it. I'm honest. Like, where's the car. police? Why is no one helping him? Because he has that pressure of saving the world, but he also has, and the pressure. Secret. Everyone knows who he is. It's better be a secret, and then he has to get back in time, and then he like goes with the other big cars in his garage. But he might have been just driving to the pizza place just to get some pizza, I and just, everyone's he just like, to go for dinner. "Hello, Brum, come in here, mate. Oh, help us out." And he's like, "I just want to have something to eat." Aww. A bit sad for Bram now. <laughs> I do understand though the whole point of this whole magic thing is because even with Tots TV, there was no real magic shown. They said magic sack, whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. but that we never really saw that into action. They were clearly invisible, but again, that was never really acknowledged. But they weren't invisible. They used to they would just hide behind. Oh, they weren't things. invisible because if they're invisible, they're terrifying because they were messing up that kid's. Like no, but they didn't know what castle. it was because the, they like put sand on the mum and the mum was like, oh, who did that? That's not nice. Oh, and they're like, yeah. oh, it's not us. So I think they are. They're going to be like invisible, but they've got this donkey they're looking after. The house is magic, but that's never really explained. Is it just magic because it allows children to live in that and supervised? Aren't they even children just because they're called Tots? Is it because it's Tots TV because it's aimed at Tots? We don't really know. I, li- I like a good backstory. And there's a song in Broom we didn't realise until the ending credits. And then we remembered it straight away. We're like, oh. And there's just this this big 90s hit. Brum, brum, it sounds like um, you said, actually. It sounds like ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tang. That's not so. It also sounded like, cause it, was, it goes a bit... Um, Adol, the witch doctor, you know? Oh, no, that's the same song, isn't yeah. it? Brum, brum, here she comes. Wada, wada, bing, bang. Oh, yeah, maybe it is that one. <laughs> yeah. I thought it sounded like a step song because at one point they even do... Um, Cotton like Eye Joe. Of, they do a bit of line dancing Yeah, as well. it sounds like Cotton Eye Joe a little bit. Sounds like lots of 90s songs. Where'd you come from? Where did you go? Where'd you come from? Got an joke. Yeah, they do line dancing in it. They do that thing when they have loads of colourful umbrellas in the middle and oh. then they move it away and they're like brums in the middle. Yeah. And again, he's just like, I just want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, problem. A lot of childhood memories came back. It, it did stand up to what I remembered as. I quite enjoyed it. Do you have any like brum merchandise? No, I didn't. But I have something to talk about. Did you know that in 2004, they created a coin-operated Brum ride so you can get in it and it like moves around? You know the ones you see outside the supermarket? I mean, you're saying that like it's a really big thing. Of course, they probably had a Brum one. That's cool though, isn't it? I've seen loads of them about. I've never seen a Brum one. No, where is it? Do we know where it is? Can we find it? No, but there's three different versions and they were made in 2004, 2005 and 2006. They'll still be here now. I see ones that look so old. I see a Rupert the Bear one. I think there's a Rupert the Bear one in Southampton. If you know where the Brum one is, can you please let us know? Because I would love to visit it. 
Are we just going to end up doing like some sort of weird UK trip? <laughs> <laughs> the childhood children's TV shows around Britain. We'll find the derelict Tots TV house in Stratford-upon-Avon. Okay, to the Brum one. Yeah, go see Brum in Birmingham. He is living at Borton on the Water at the moment. Yeah. But I think that might be his holiday home. He's originally from Birmingham. Yeah, he's retired there. Oh. I want to do a quiz question for you. Okay. All right, we've watched the episode today, an hour ago. You've heard me talk about Tots TV. Yep. Name the Tots. Tiny, Tilly and Tom. Well done. You said it in such a weird order as well, though. Oh, I mean, there's not points for the order, is there? No. So shall I give you a quiz question? Right, well, we on. need to keep a tally of this oh, as we're going forwards. No, we do. We All do. right, go on then. Yours better not, but mine was a really easy what question. What make of car is oh, Brum? Oh, are you being serious? What? Is that in the song? Is it called Brum? He is a Morris Minor. Oh, you're having to Google it. He is an Austin 7, oh. late 1920s chummy convertible. I was just about to say chummy convertible Austin 7. That was... He on was the tip of my tongue. Designed and built by Rex Garrod and is now housed at the Cotswold Motoring Museum in Borton on the Water. This has been Remember This. We hope you've enjoyed your listen with us. We certainly enjoyed watching Brum and Tots TV. Which one did you enjoy more? Tots TV. It's weirder. Yeah, Brum was just like a superhero in Birmingham that needs a day off. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I hope to see him in a Marvel film soon. Oh, could you imagine? They should do like a cinematic universe for all the children's TV shows. I swear they were going to do something like that. Weren't they going to do a BBC mm. kind of um, theme park? It was like Doctor Who and stuff like that. But imagine a universe where, yeah, Doctor Who and Brum are like working together. That'd be great. That would, wouldn't it? It would. <laughs> but please, if you've enjoyed this, give it a rating on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to hammer up too yeah, much I, I went for it at the start didn't i yeah i don't did do go it. for don't, it yeah you did go for it it was a bit like but let us know email at remember this question mark at gmail.com if you want to tell us specifically anything to watch and we will see you next time next monday next monday i've been matt bentley viney i've been Gemma bentley viney we're married yep <laughs> no regrets guys they're happily married <laughs> I'm going to go and work on the kitchen now and Gemma's going to go to Debenhams <laughs> keeping retail alive and we'll see you next time thanks a lot bye goodbye <laughs>